We've all heard of zero-knowledge proofs. If you've been listening to us, you definitely have heard of zero-knowledge proofs. But in short, they allow you to prove that you have some information without revealing anything about this information itself. This is the privacy aspect, which is crucial, and it has great implications in the industry in privacy-preserving technologies like privacy coins, shielded addresses, privacy pools, private voting. But there are more properties from ZKPs that are not necessarily enhancing the privacy of blockchains, but they can be used for scalability. For example, ZKPs have the properties of succinctness and work saving. Succinctness means that the size of the proof is smaller than the data you are proving that you know. And work saving, well, as you can imagine, it means that it's faster for the verifier to verify a proof than to analyze the original data itself. So this is the basis of what are called ZK rollups, zero knowledge rollups, where you just prove that a state transition is valid, straight transition being transactions or smart contract calls and different operations, and you post that proof on chain in a way that it occupies less space than the original operation, succinctness, and it is faster to verify, work saving, boom, scalability. Okay, I felt I needed to prepare you with some basic knowledge because in today's hot seat, we are going on a wild ride with one of the pioneers of ZK rollups, Jordi Bailina from Polygon ZKVM. He has also created many libraries and tools for working with ZKPs uh, that they are integrated in all the projects. In this episode, we will freestyle a bit and we'll jump between the deep technical parts of the ZKVM to the implications for the future of scalability and Ethereum. Thank you very much, Paul. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to to be here. Uh, so, well, the ZKVM. I mean, uh, probably is the one of the hottest topics uh, currently in the in the space. Um, as you know, everything is about scaling, scaling Ethereum. In the case of the ZKVM scaling blockchains in general. What's the main idea? The main idea is when uh, of scaling is, uh, well, when we launched uh, Bitcoin in 2009, it was really nice. And it was very, I mean, it was, uh, I would say, a, a historic, uh, a historic event. I mean, it's just uh, humanities from that day. We know how to transfer value through internet. So I think it's an important achievement. But it has a big problem. The problem is that uh, all Bitcoin can do 1,000 transactions every 10 minutes. I mean, this is fine if uh, there is, um, I mean, 100 friends using it. But if you want this to be a really uh, a scalable, I mean, just worldwide, where everybody have access to this and everybody is using it and a mainstream system, as you can imagine, 1,000 transactions every 10 minutes, it doesn't work. I mean, it, it, you can do whatever you want, but at the end, this is the limit in there. And why it doesn't work? Okay? Uh, to understand why it doesn't work, you need to go to the consensus. Reaching consensus is slow. Uh, consensus in algorithms is very clear. Uh, well, it's it's not that clear, but consensus, for example, between persons is 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 is. We understand why. Imagine that you want to get a consensus where you're going to where you want to go to dinner tonight, and 
in reaching a consensus, it's a process. I mean, somebody needs to process, maybe to do some, suggest something, the others uh, may agree or disagree, and maybe you set up a voting, and maybe there's this voting, uh, it says no, and maybe somebody else proposes, but at the end, you reach a consensus, okay? But in uh, in protocol, I mean, in protocol algorithms, this uh, consensus algorithms more or less do, uh, more or less do, the same or at least something similar said so, but at the end all the participants on the consensus they they reach a point that says okay this is the this is the the right state okay and this state is is so in the case of a bitcoin is right reaching the right state means reaching a state where i mean deciding which transactions are processed we go from one state so we'll have one state we process some transactions we need to reach to a consensus to which transactions we process and when we reach a consensus then we go to the next state, and this is blockchain. Okay, but reaching this consensus is a slow. Okay, um, one of it's a slow for many reasons, but the biggest reason, because when you are communicating, is first that everybody needs to know these transactions, and everybody needs to process those transactions, needs to validate those transactions. We cannot reach a consensus saying that one transaction, there is one fake transaction that sends uh, uh, $10 million to my account from nowhere. I mean, this is not a valid transaction if we were to have a fair uh, system. Okay, so everybody in the consensus and needs to check all these transactions, check that they have enough balance, check that the, the signature is correct, and then they accept the consensus if these transactions are valid. So everybody needs to process the, the, these transactions. If we have uh, 1,000 transactions, processing 1,000 transactions is not that much. But if you want to process, process 1 million transactions, then this is a long process. And uh, to reach the consensus at the end, the problem is the one that goes slower. Okay, So we cannot go faster than the slowest computer in, in, in the network. And so, okay, what, what we have, because I mean, processing transactions, it, it takes a while. You need to, I mean, you, do, you need to read the database of all the, all the accounts. Uh, uh, you need to process, validate the signatures. And this is, I mean, if you are validating that in a Raspberry Pi uh, computer, it just goes to the some rate, okay? And you cannot go, go much more than that. Actually, Ethereum, for example, can do it a little bit better. It can do about, 30 transactions per second, which is much better. But at the end, it's the the same. It has the same problem. It's the same problem is that everybody needs to execute uh, those transactions. So uh, solutions for that. Well, for for a while we were like thinking in 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 well, in the space. A lot of people were thinking in different approaches. Here is where things like uh, state channels, payment channels, Lightning Network happen. At some point, somebody invented one thing called Plasma, which I would say was like the beginning. It was the the, the father of rollups. I mean, it was like the first uh, idea of a new chain that scaled somehow. But then came the rollups. And what's the, the, the trick of the rollups? Okay. The trick of the rollups is uh, at the end is a splitting. Um, for, so first is... Um, Splitting the the data availability and the and the and the and the process, okay. And in order to 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 understand that, we need to understand how the the idea of the zero knowledge proof how they work, or more or even better, how the validation proof work, which is the same with different name. Okay, validation proofs is a technology, is a new technology, it's a very recent technology 
that allows you to uh, compute any program. Imagine that you have a program and uh, and verify the, the the ideas that allows you to verify anybody can verify a program without having to run the program. Let me put you an example. Imagine that I have a program that takes one week and do it does a very complex uh, a very complex uh, operation. For example, validating one thousand transactions. Okay, so if I give you the result, so this goes to a state. I give you I process this transaction and the result is okay, but if if you want to verify this execution, I tell you the result of these transactions. I give you the, you have the transactions, but the result of these transactions and the transactions are valid. What you have to do in order to validate that? Well, the naive way is you just re execute again this program. Okay? This is the, the 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 best way to validate an, an execution is uh, executing it again. Okay, but with this validity proof, the idea is that I can execute the program. But together with the execution of the program, I can generate a proof, a proof of the computation. So that you, in the other side, you don't need to run, the, the, you don't need to execute the program again. You just get the result and validate the result with this uh, validation proof, okay? And the cool thing here is that with this technology, you can, you can have, uh, you can, um, so that the, the program can be very, very, very long, can be a program that takes one day, can take one week, one month, one year. Okay. But the validation of this proof is time constant. It's very few milliseconds. No matter, no matter how long this program is. Okay. And this technology that's relatively new is the key of the rollups. So the idea of the rollups is that from now on, Secure rollups. Eh? We are talking from now on. The people, so the, the 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 nodes in the consensus, they don't need to execute the transactions. They just validate this. They just validate this uh, this proof. So because they don't need to execute the transactions, they just need to validate this proof. Theoretically, you can process as many transactions as you want. Of course, somebody has to process them, and somebody needs to generate this proof, which is not cheap. Okay, but you can have. I mean, this proof. Processing census, uh, uh, just uh, nobody. Uh, I mean, the, the, the consensus just the people just validate this, just validate this proof. Okay, so sorry. As you go up, yeah, sorry. Um, no, no, no. Um, just I was about to say two things. Um, number one, we have a very technical public, so don't be afraid of getting deep into the weeds. Um, and secondly, and I guess. That's where you were going right now. But um, secondly, it's like, okay, this this sounds like magical, right? Like we can we can validate that this is true without actually having to run the computation. But I think it's not that easy. I think it. What is the previous work that we have to do so this becomes possible? And I think this is the construction to the ZKVM, right? Yeah. Well, the the, the idea here is that doing this process, so generating this proof, which is the key of the ZKVM. I mean, it's not easy. Okay, so you need to actually. It's like uh, the way to think about this. You need to uh, put um, the idea is you need to create a kind of a relationship between the inputs and the outputs. It's like a mathematical formula, so with mathematical constraints from the input and the output. And and this is, I mean, process. Uh, and you need to convert a program to this um, mathematical. Constraint. Okay, this is the kind of the, the arithmetization altogether. Okay, so this is how you write zk circuits or or statements for zero knowledge. Okay. 
Okay, and this at the beginning was um, at the beginning of this. This was done very uh, by hand. I mean, for example, if the people here is having these kind of programs, okay, and then the idea is that you mainly what you define a constraint, so you define a witness, okay, which is a set of values, and then you define constraints, which is a relationships that, that these values needs to hold, okay, and then okay, but these circuits are with values, okay, operations. I mean. These constraints needs to follow. So as as more constraints has the system, as more complex. Okay, and the problem is that if you want to build a ZKVM, uh, the number of constraints that you need to to implement is uh, billions, if not trillions. So it's like a huge number. Okay, and processing technically is possible, but processing that that's the difficulty here. Okay, so here that the biggest technology, so the, the the biggest breakthrough, at least a couple of breakthrough technologies that happen from Circon for the ZKVM. Okay, the first is the polynomial commitments. Okay, polynomial commitments is instead of these relationships, instead of big relationships between values. Okay, and then you have, I mean, you have three values, and then you say that the value A plus the value B must be the value C. Okay, this is a constraint. So instead of working with values. The idea is that we can work with polynomials. Polynomials, a way to understand a polynomial is like an array of values. So a polynomial, you just take the valuations to some specific points and imagine a polynomial of degree 10, uh, evaluation of the of, of degree 10. I mean, you, you, you have with 11 points, you can um, represent, uh, with 11 evaluations, you can represent a polynomial of degree 10. Okay, so you can understand polynomials as a array of values. And the idea is that when we have a constraint, a polynomial constraint, so a polynomial A plus polynomial B must be equal to polynomial C, this is a polynomial constraint. Actually, is we can with this we can do like eleven if the, if the polynomial of the, is of degree eleven, uh, then that means that we can uh, we can do twelve um, twelve so eleven so twelve um, constraints at a time. If this polynomial is two to the uh, 23, then single relationship, we can do two to the 23 constraints at a time. Okay. And this, uh, this is, this, this technology of polynomial commitments allows us to do a lot of constraints, the same, because it's our polynomials, so a kind of a processor. So you are, allows us to do a lot of polynomials at the same time. Okay. This is the breakthrough. So the way of designing circuits today is uh, this high polynomial commitments and uh, this allows us to i mean to increase like uh, six orders of magnitude of what you could do uh, in uh, in 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 what you could do in in, in, in ethereum in, yeah no in in circum and in the previous circuits oh. this okay. is the one of the biggest re revolution and then in the zkvm mainly what we built is well, first we built a language. It's called PIL, uh, Polynomial Identity Language, in order to uh, generate and to create these uh, polynomial identities. PIL means Polynomial Identity Language. Okay, this this create this aritmetization. Okay, so for your information, for example, the the ZKBM is less than one thousand lines of code of PIL, so it's not a big uh, it's not a big. Uh, Thing okay when it's uh, it's huge but uh, this is not a big thing in this in this language this is the arithmetization and this arithmetization mainly what it is is a, a kind of a processor with this arithmetization we build a processor so the state machines of a processor okay and on top of this processor there is a, a, in, on top of this processor there is a, a 
well, it's a, a it's a, an assembly, so this processor can execute a program, can execute a ROM. We can encode this ROM, and then uh, we this, this this ROM is like part of the of the proof. Okay, and then so we have a processor that's executing this ROM, and this ROM, what it's doing mainly is emulating Ethereum, it's emulating the EVM. So it implements all the opcodes, implements the signature verification, implements uh, paintings in the case of the pre-compiled smart contracts implements everything like Geth is doing. I mean, it's like a client, uh, but it's running in this in assembly, in a special assembly with this uh, processor, this algebraic processor that's built inside the inside the ZKVM. This is probably one of the biggest uh, uh, revolutions. So one of the biggest breakthroughs for the ZKVM. And the other one is the recursion. Okay, The other interesting thing about the ZKVM is about recursion. In the ZKVM, we are using recursion mainly for uh, two reasons. Okay, one is to reduce the size of the proof. So the recursion at the end is um, generating a proof that proves another proof. Eh? So it's a proof of a proof. Uh, this is a recursion thing. Okay, so doing a proof of a proof, the idea is that the second proof is 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 smaller. Okay, or even a different type. For example, in the last step of the Recursion, we are converting a Stark to a Snark. Stark is a big proof, it's a big that we have verifies the, the this Stark where the, this and this is encoded with with Flong, which is a variant of Flong of Flong, and then this for packing. I mean, for doing a, a Stark of a Stark for doing this Stark smaller in the last in the last part for 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 converting to contain. Uh, Okay. And then with this, you can build like kind of a tree of proofs. So like kind of at the end, you have a proof that in your case were uh, 25 and 26, and you can create a proof that proof both of them. Then you generate a proof of the block 27 and 28 and generate another proof. And then you take these two proofs and generate a proof of a segment that goes from 24 to 28. So that generate a full segment. And with this, I mean, we have generated, for example, um, aggregations of more than 4,000 uh, more than 4,000 uh, blocks, okay, which is, is proof it's already a big one, okay, and it's uh, so this recursion, and with the Starks, this is very, very easy because we are doing uh, full recursion, um, Starks don't require uh, a cycling um, cycling um, uh, elliptical, I mean, cycling curves, cyclic curves for I mean, doing this recursion, it's, they don't actually, they, they don't, Starks are not based on elliptic curves, and uh, you can just uh, creating a Stark from another Stark is very straightforward. And uh, so this allows us to have full recursion. And the Starks also, we are using a Starks with a small prime field that allows us to generate these Starks really fast. Actually, for example, generating a proof for ZKBM of about 10 million gas, it takes less than, it takes less than, it takes about uh, less than two minutes altogether in a, in a, Big server, but let's say in a normal server, so in a server 128 cores with, uh, uh, I mean, half terabyte memory. It's a big server, but something that you can buy in a store. I mean, it's something that it's like a normal, normal server there. Okay, so that's that's a little bit the the, the breakthroughs, and this is the with the the I mean the the biggest I mean the biggest uh, discoveries or the biggest uh, uh, things that we bring to the to the space from for the ZKVM. Wow. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. That uh, that was that was that was heavy. Um, I have a lot of questions, um, uh, but I think our 
audience will be able to ask uh, a, a lot more questions uh, and a lot more accurate. So have we got any questions yet from the public? Feel free to raise your hand to be able to speak or type for your question. Okay, so um, in the meanwhile, I'll, I have a question. The, the way you think about it, um, the way you talk about it, just creating the language, uh, specifying the ROM, uh, creating this algebra, it, it almost seems, it almost seems like you come to think of the ZKVM not as a, not as a programming challenge. Um, you almost look at it from a systems perspective. Um, do you think, so do you think your backgrounds as a telecommunications engineer um, sort of like gave you a different perspective than just coding and then just like dropping and creating something? And what, what is the advantage and disadvantage that, that you might have brought that, that the systems approach has over other approaches? Well, definitively yes. Uh, my background is uh, my background is in communication engineering, but I've been doing hardware, for example, for a long time in my life. I've been uh, and, uh, uh, I've been doing all, all, all levels of hardware. I mean, from programming FPGAs uh, to doing boards, uh, programming the firmware, the hardware. So. Uh, my garbage, I mean, I understand all the layers. I mean, sometimes I say myself that I'm a specialist in many things, but actually I'm a bad specialist of everything. Uh, so I'm more generalistic guy. Uh, but this, uh, in this case, it allows me just to connect all the pieces. I mean, because here you need to connect pieces from the math and from the crypto. You need to connect ideas from the hardware design. You need to connect pieces from the assembly and, uh, let's say, firmware design. You need to connect uh, pieces of Ethereum as a system, the IBM, the GVM. So, actually, it has been like for me this project. Sometimes I say this is a project of my life uh, for many reasons, but one of the reasons is because this project allows me to connect a lot of the fields that I've been like, working in my life and putting them all together and having a good understanding of how this um, engineering by divide and conquer or the engineering by layers uh, 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 work. And this, for me, that this is something that for me, the way that we design this, for me, is something that's very natural, uh, the way of thinking this way. But uh, it was not trivial uh, uh, at the beginning. And I tell you that when you have to convince uh, investors and uh, business people to say, no, no, I'm going to create a full stack, I mean, from the beginning to the end, um, it's not easy because it's like, I mean, you want to do like many things, but, uh, uh, but at the end, this, was, this has been the, 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 I would say, the biggest differentiation and the biggest the biggest uh, the, the right thing to do and well we're seeing right now i mean many other projects they are uh, following uh, uh all paths uh, uh in this sense this gave us a lot of advantages this this uh, layering things this allows us to work in parallel to have specialized teams to work in each in, i mean somebody was doing the arithmetization the other was doing the compiler the other was doing the the prover the other was doing the rom the other was doing the testing. I mean, uh, with this allows us to to split the team, different teams, specialized teams uh, uh, for different things. Even for the auditing, for example, we can also divide the the auditing 
the auditing effort. Uh, I mean, there are some auditors that are very mathematical. The ones that are auditing the the the, the more the cryptographic part maybe don't they don't need to understand uh, something about Rust or something about assembly. The others are specialized in assembly, and they or people that are specialized in DBM. Maybe the people that are specialized in DBM they don't need to know a lot about their immunization. Or the people that that knows about and that's his mindset of their immunization, they can focus on that. So this allows us, for example, to have different teams. Uh, with different skills sets, also working parallel and, 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 and check on that. And this is why we actually at the end is we did the work. So a work that was expected to do in maybe four or five years, we were able to do it in a couple of years because of this uh, uh, architecture, architecture design. Definitely, that was very fast. Um, since, since we first heard about the Zero Knowledge VM, that, uh, that has advanced a lot. I'm going to read a question from the public, um, from Pau. Uh, are there any plans to include a privacy layer to the Polygon ZK EVM, something such as new opcodes that would allow sending private transactions or interacting anonymously with smart contracts? We already implemented the paying uh, pre-compiled smart contracts. They are going to be available in 4KD6. We are deploying 4KD5 right now, but it's going to be 4KD6. Let's see if this can be by the end of September, beginning of October. But all the code is there. I mean, you can check it in the repos. What is 4KD6 and 4KD5? Uh, 4KD is we, we, it's like the the forks, the naming of the fork. Instead of putting a name of a city like Ethereum does, we are just putting a name, uh, just putting a number there. So right. we, we started with 4KD4. Actually, this is because we did uh, some forks during the testnet. So we start the first one is 4KD4, which is a way of starting the things by the right number. <laughs> and uh, we are now doing the first big update of the EVM. This is 4KD5 that we are, I mean, we are still uh, testing and preparing and uh, including all the things. But uh, let's see if we can do it in the upcoming very soon. I'm not saying more uh, next week because it's uh, uh, it always happens something on that. But uh, but very soon, uh, this this is uh, we are testing it right now very hard. And the next is 4K D6, which is already implemented, uh, and it's just a matter of auditing, testing, auditing. The problem of these forks, I mean, you need to re-audit everything, and you need to go ahead and it's a little bit slow the process for 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 I mean, for putting in production all these things. But they are ready, and yeah. Uh, so this, in the case of this, and then this is pairings. With these pairings, you can you can create a. Uh, zero knowledge, so you could run, for example, a full tornado cache on top of that, or any uh, uh, voting system, or any uh, any smart contract that uses uh, uh, this pre-compiled smart contract. Mm -hmm. We have another question from Think Decade, which I have just invited to join. Perfect, you're right here. Feel free. Hey, GM, GM, awesome and very insightful. Conversation so far. Thank you very much. And so I've got a couple of questions. I don't know whether I should hit you with all of the questions or one at a time. Please. <laughs> Let's start with one and uh and then we'll get the we can do the second one. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I think that the that the conversation has been very technical uh so far. Uh what I'm very interested in is um what are some of the 
biggest potential benefits of ZKPs in the real world beyond crypto? That's my first question. Interesting piece of ZK beyond crypto. Um, I mean, ZK is a part of crypto. I mean, it's a cryptographic primitive itself, okay? But uh, so, but uh, besides the scaling blockchains, let's say, uh, of, of course, we have the privacy, all the privacy uh, uh, applications. Here we have a voting system, we have uh, identity systems. Uh, I mean, everything um, in private payments, so everything related to, to, to privacy, this is important. But it's also, um, I would say that the ZK, the most important part is, uh, it will play a huge role in, in humanity uh, because it solves one important thing uh, that the humans we are fighting with. And, and uh, the current, currently, for example, the, the, every time that this this privacy i mean we have this we have this balance between privacy and security in uh, governments and uh, they are saying no no everything needs to be it cannot be private because uh, we need to avoid terrorism and then uh, we need to check that everything is fine or uh, um and, and 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 but but i mean but who controls this data and who knows where this data goes and maybe this can be even more dangerous uh, uh for that and in the other side we have the right of uh the right of uh of privacy i mean is i think this is a human right uh, having being able to communicate with somebody else or uh, having your secrets i think that's something that everybody should be able to 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 have it's a, a value for itself and these things um i mean you can have one thing or the other it's a kind of a balance at least until now the the, the zero knowledge allows you to uh, allows you to reveal or prove just the information that you want okay so it's like imagine that you have a private information uh, you do a query maybe you are interested maybe for example if you are uh, if you can apply to an insurance uh, to an, if you can you, if you can apply to an insurance okay this is a yes no information it's like according to my uh, 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 i mean uh, medical records you can apply to this insurance or you cannot apply to this insurance but right now uh, i have to, if if i want to prove that uh, i can apply to this insurance i probably need to give to the insurance company all my uh, uh, track on me, all my medical records in there with a zero knowledge proof I could hold my uh, uh, medical records signed by the doctors and signed so just real medical doctors, and I could generate the proof that I apply, I can apply to this insurance without ha having to give you the full, I mean, the, 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 the track record, right? just a yes, no answer. Uh, it's a query on my data, on my private data. I, I can, it's a query, it's a proof that I, this is correct. Okay, but you don't need anything else. Okay, and this can be done with uh, uh, with uh, with this zero knowledge. It allows you to do things and proving just the minimal that you need in order for these things to happen. So this solves this uh, dilemma between uh, privacy and between privacy and, and 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 security. This allows you to have both without having to uh, give away any of 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 both okay so that, that's why 
one of the reasons why this technology is very, 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 very important in these uh, uh, privacy things. But there is a lot, I mean, a lot of applications. I mean, right, there are some, uh, we can put you some uh, very strange cases, but give you an example. For example, uh, 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 a, fishing, a fishing boat that uh, wants to reveal that uh, wants to reveal that he is uh, fishing in the right, so I mean, in a in a allowed in a valid zone, but they don't want to reveal the exact place where they want to. They, they, they is fishing. Okay, you can do that with zero knowledge, or for example, for fake news. So right now, for example, there are there are projects that they is you get a camera, and the camera do a picture together with a GPS. Okay, and then you can prove that the picture is done with a camera in a given in a given place, but uh, this, for example, okay, but but uh, maybe that that this 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 image has been processed, maybe with uh, some filters or maybe crap it. But you can prove that this uh, uh, image comes from there, or maybe there is some uh, say aquas. I mean, some 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 backgrounds, or but it it allows you to prove that this. Uh, uh, image has not been manipulated or has been manipulated with very specific filters uh, in there. So this uh, or or allows you to prove that, for example, a picture was taken in a given country in a given position uh, and, and so on. So this allows you to to reveal just the right information to prove the right information without having to reveal all the information there. Okay, and this technology is very useful for 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 this, among many other among many other things. Eh? But this is uh, uh, things. I mean, for example, a lot of other applications. For example, in AI, for example, that's like uh, uh, applications that can prove that. Uh, uh, I mean, this is a result of a given AI algorithm, but without revealing uh, the AI algorithm itself. Or some of the, or some of the parameters of the AI algorithm, or without you having to run this this algorithm, or a training. Okay, so it's like sometimes it's, I can give you the result of a training, uh, but without giving you without you having to 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 prove that you did that. Okay, so this proving information. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of a lot of a lot of, a lot of applications uh, that uh, that can be done uh, on that, and of course scaling scaling blockchains is. Probably the trigger one, that the one that made this uh, this this technology to to I mean to improve so much in the last in the last in the last years. Exciting developments. We have Fisher as well in the public with another question. Hello. Uh, yeah. So I was wondering if I understand things correctly, and please stop me if I say some, if I say something wrong. Um, yeah, so basically we have Ethereum, which is like the Genesis, quote unquote, smart contract blockchain. Uh, and now we have, yeah, you have developed the CKEVM, um, which, yes, it's just a part of it. It's what computes things, to put it some way. So my question would be, it's, um, yeah, in your plans for the long term, like you have now this execution layer and now Ethereum, it has moved to, you know, consensus layer, like dividing those two clients. Um, yeah, in your, like in the future, in your end goal would be to eventually, um, 
yeah, like be uh, the man, EVM, dirt. So because yes, you can basically prove, you know, long chunk of information easily. So yeah, um, yeah, my question would be that if at the end you would like to, yeah, still rely on, on Ethereum, of course, mainnet uh, for that availability and stuff and stuff. But yeah, like being the main EVM out there, yeah, if that makes sense. Uh, let me, yeah, let me, I'm, I'm not sure about the question, but let me, let me answer a little bit uh, things about Ethereum. So the Ethereum, the strategy of Ethereum, the, the, the strategy of Ethereum, uh, scaling Ethereum was to split these two, two problems. So one problem, two problems. One is that availability problem and the other is the uh, execution layer or the, or the proof of execution. And that the rollups they they solve this execution this execution problem as I said before right now you can generate a proof that with a few milliseconds you can prove whatever you want and this scales uh, forever of course you need forever I mean you need the hardware to to build that but uh, actually paralyzing hardware you can you can process as many transactions as you want okay the other condition for this to work is the data availability what means that availability that availability means data is available means that anybody at uh, anybody at any time is able to have access to the transactions that are included in the rollup there is an attack here that's uh, uh, one of these uh, operators uh, or sequencers includes one of the one of the transaction that's a valid transaction you include it in the on rollup you public the you publish the the state root I mean you publish this hash of the of the of the this hash of the new state there's a new state that's valid you prove that's valid but if you don't know this state where it comes from so if you if you don't know this transaction because this transaction is hidden by the by the by the by the sequencer with sequencer then uh, uh the rollup would just stop and your phones would be locked there forever okay so this is and that's why it's important that the trans so you don't need to execute the, the, the data but the data needs to be available okay and this is mainly what ethereum uh, the layer one of ethereum is 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 doing okay uh, the cool thing of that is that you can do that with uh, easily with sharding because at the end that availability so blockchain is very good for that availability because I mean, if if a data is uh, on chain, the data is available. The problem is that the quantity of data that you can put on chain is limited. Okay, I mean, is you can you need to get consensus, but you can have many blockchains, right? and and then you can scale having many blockchains. This is what it's called sharding. And so, if you have many blockchains, you can have as many data as you want. Okay, so this is the first step: is being sure that this data is available, that anybody can recover this data uh on that and the second is the 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 ckvm the the, the data the the processing this data somebody needs to take this data and process this data uh take this data transactions and process this process this data okay so ethereum is working in the mainly data availability um in the next hard fork or very probably by the end of the year beginning of next year it's going to be enabled this uh, prototype sharding prototype sharding is like the first step for this sharding this will multiply more or less by ten the, the 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 capacity of the of Ethereum in data terms, also in, in data availability terms, and this is just the first step. The next step will be sharding and full sharding, and then full sharding may multiply all this availability by number of shards, which can be I don't know sixty or many as many as as, as many as you want. Okay, so the strategy is there. 
then the the and here the from the rollups perspective, I expect that in the short run it's going to be like uh, many rollups. Actually, I expect there's going to be many constellations of rollups. So in Polygon, we are going to have like the Polygon 2.0 is mainly a constellation of rollups where you can link uh, public and private rollups. Uh, with different sequencers, I mean, maybe centralized, decentralized sequencers uh, with different data availability roles, uh, rules, but they will share the liquidity and then they, they will, uh, we, they will have, you will have a composability between rollups really fast. So you will be able to, to talk from one rollup to, 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 to the other, just like transferring so that you see it every match as, as a single network. Okay. And this is governed at the end is that all these rollups will share the same prover. Okay. And this is what allows you sharing the same prover allows you to share the same liquidity pool. And that is what gives the security to the full system. Okay. But. This is what we call a constellation of rollups, okay? And maybe it's going to be in Ethereum, I don't know, it's going to be, I don't know, two, three, four, five constellations of rollups. And then this inter-constellation um, communication and transfer value, maybe it's going to be with a little bit more friction, but probably it's going to happen there. Here. And this is, I would say, what will happen in the, it's my bet in the, in the short run. And maybe in the more long run, who knows, but it's perfectly possible that uh, Ethereum, so the current chain, the Ethereum layer one, be converted to a rollup uh, itself. I mean, that would be perfectly uh, possible in the future. But I mean, it's long, long time for that uh, on there. But this is the, 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 the way that I see that it will grow is this, this path. But again, I do not have a crystal wall. What I'm saying is just the feeling that I have and where we, what we are building and seeing the teams where we are going. Okay, but we, yes. we need to see. That's perfect. Thank you for your answer. Perfect. I I know you have to leave at uh, seven. I don't um, even know what is it, yeah. It's like three minutes, minutes to seven. I don't know if we have time for one last question. Yeah. Okay, Ori, go ahead. Um, hey, uh, yeah, just getting on stage. Uh, yeah, thanks, Jordan. Um, I was curious just on one of the last points that you made about like inter inter L two or inter constellation or just interchain communication and how how to do that without um, fragmenting liquidity. And I know there's like a, a lot of new entrants now with solutions, um, whether it's like a bridging approach or otherwise. But I'm curious if you're working on or if you have any favorite contenders for how to unify data make it really like seamless to move assets and messages across chains you know maybe ibc or anything like that i'm curious if you think those kinds of solutions are relevant for evm chains um so for me the solution goes with for for having composability uh the end goal is to have fast proofs so if you can if you are able if you are able to build the proof in 10 seconds then you will have composability of 10 seconds so for me, the, the, first, the first thing that we need to solve to have re real, real composability between chains is uh, these fast proofs, okay? Uh, the second thing is, so this is, and with this, we can, we can achieve uh, composability inside, inside the constellation, okay? That means that uh, you, put, you trust this proof, you don't need to move the fonts in layer one and you just reassign one place to the other. And this is done with uh, uh, just having fast proof. 
if we are talking in interconstellations, which is I think is the question that you are you are thinking about, here the problem is that uh, if you want to do it the right way, you can always do kind of optimistic uh, with some uh, collaterals and these things. Okay, but I'm more a ZK, so I'm more. I don't believe in optimistic things. So, I mean, I want two things to happen there. So for me, it's a proof. And if you want to do that, then um, uh, the problem of the of two constellations is that they uh, two constellations they have like different provers, and the problem is that they have different governance for updating the provers. So here, the problem is that uh, uh, you need a trust between the two constellations, uh, trust between the two governance of the two constellations to really trust the prover of one another. If And if you don't trust the prover, I mean, if you are working in a trustless uh, interoperability, then the only way is to do transfers in layer one. But the good news here is that you can do uh, these transfers in an aggregated manner. I mean, for example, all the transfers, I mean, if you have 100 transfers that goes from 100 users, to uh, from rollup one to rollup two, you don't need to send 100 transactions in L1. You can have one single transaction that's con that consolidates that just do the that consolidates one rollup with the other. But you need you need these consolidation uh, transactions. This can be done really fast because at the end you can do one of the one of these per block, okay, and you can achieve some composability on that. But you need these rollups to be final, so you need finality. I mean, you cannot do that with an optimistic roll with an optimistic rollup. You cannot wait one week for that. But if you are doing ZK, uh, uh, if you are generating these proofs in a fast way, then uh, this composability I meant you can do these transfers, and and this this composability between rollups can go really fast. And I think this is the the the. In my opinion, this is my uh my favorite way to do things because it's the simple the simple one but the simple one you need fast proofs which is not obvious but uh i mean we, i mean the, the proof right now we are in 100 seconds uh, on that and uh, uh in the new system that we're working right now with we call it bad cops bad cops which is valuable degree composite proofs uh with this we could reduce the proof uh uh, also, right now, for example, the, 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 we cannot do a smaller proofs because we are we don't allow to split a transaction between between different proofs. This is the uh, uh, IBC uh, uh, idea, okay? But uh, if you split, if you can, if you split the transaction, which is especially possible, then you can uh, think about uh, smaller proofs. And then, if you are talking with the smaller proofs, then. Uh, they can go faster, okay? And then this having this uh, composability, a smaller composability, then this is good. The other thing to solve is, uh, that's very related to that, is the finality in layer one. Okay, this is the other point that's important, but I, I know that there is some some people in the Ethereum Foundation working on that direction too. Great, thank you. Amazing. I have I have many 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 more questions. Uh, like, um, but I don't think we. I'll give you the last one. Um. Okay. I, I don't I don't know if I can I don't know if I can. Um. So. Okay. Yeah. Good. So. Um. It is not clear to me when prototype sharding happens. Four eight four four. Uh. That that's coming around the corner, and these data blobs 
that are going to be the pillar or the cornerstone for data availability for rollups, um, these data is only gonna, going to be kept for a few weeks. I think it's about uh, two months, something like that. Um, how are rollups coordinating to maintain these data somewhere else? Or are they? Or what is the solution otherwise? The idea is that during two weeks, this data is going to be available. So that means that anybody can uh, collect this data. And as far as there is one that's honest, then the system is just honest. And there is a lot of factors in a, in a roll-up that uh, has a lot of incentive uh, for the roll-up to, to, to happen, okay? So uh, with this, this should be enough to organize, uh, um, I mean, to organize things uh, so that this, uh, this data is not is 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 not lost. So uh, I mean, this needs to be organized, but I think this is not a big uh, a big practical. Uh, it's not a practical. It's not a. I mean, it's not a practical problem. I mean, it's more a theoretical problem, but it's not. Uh, somebody will get it. I mean, uh, I'm gonna get them. <laughs> so it's like, uh, so uh, and if you are if you are worried for that, okay, just collect yourself your the data. That's that's what I was talking about. Like, how how much of a centralization problem? How much do I need to trust you for me to be able to reconstruct this later on, or am I missing you need, something? You need to be you need to you need to be sure that this data is available. That can happen mm -hmm. because you trust somebody that's collecting this data. That can happen because you collect yourself this data, or I mean, uh, or because you know that there is so many people in the network that uh, has uh, high interest to collect this data that you just uh, rely on that and, and, and collect your data. Maybe it's not a valid assumption, but this is the thing. But uh, the data needs to be the data needs to be available uh, 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 for that. Mm -hmm. I, I already know that there are some people working on a Blob Explorer. And we're gonna have we're gonna have this replicated in many places. It's block explorers. I mean, it's gonna be a lot of a lot of uh, information. This is like saying. I mean, it's a little bit like saying that. Uh, uh, I mean, if a blockchain, if if everybody in a Bitcoin uh, stops and deletes this database, Bitcoin disappears. Yeah, but uh, is this gonna happen? Well, technical, theoretical. <laughs> okay, but as far as there is one person that continues running the network and network will continue running but that's a little bit the same it's not that um, big because the network is not that big and there's not that many people that have the, the incentive yet but in the mid rem is going to be a lot of people that will have the incentive to to collect to have this data gotcha well okay um so fantastic i would like to thank you so so much for all of your time um i think this was one this was an amazing episode it was a lot conversational a lot uh, very 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 interesting we went very deep into some of the um the the steps or the breakthroughs that went on the kvm and uh, thank you so much for responding to all our questions simple mortals thank you so, very uh, much to you. thank you very much to you both perfect okay. fantastic yeah. thank you so much see you bye